0: Welcome to the F3 American Yammer Podcast, where we give the men of F3 a chance to tell their story as they've transitioned from sad clown to high-impact man. I'm Short Circuit, and each week I'll be joined by another member of F3 who is willing to step up and share his story. So, without further ado, here's today's show. Guys, welcome back to another episode of American Yammer. Currently, we are on episode six on the nation's fifth best podcast out of five. And today, joining me all the way from Greensboro, North Carolina, is Chips. So, welcome, Chips.
1: Thank you. Great to be here.
0: <laughs> it's great to have you. <laughs> now, you you were asking. We were talking before the podcast, and, and you were like, ah, I'm not really sure why how I got on in the yammer. Um, I, I'll I'll be perfectly candid with you. I'm, I'm not sure how you got on either. Uh, I think, <laughs> I, I think at some point I, <laughs> at some point, somebody was like, and, and this has come up before somebody was like, Hey, you need to have chips on. I said, okay. You know, wh- what, what am I going to do? I'm just a humble servant. I just take down the names and then I reach out to the guys. So at some point, some, and I, am confident it was a Greensboro brethren. So at some point you'll have to start uh, figuring out who the, uh, who is the, uh, the second shooter on the grassy knoll there, who uh, who did you in?
1: Well, I'm I'm grateful for them uh, taking going on a limb and volunteering me, but I would say that you need to start checking your sources a little deeper, my friend. You need to really vet them out. Yeah. <laughs> this could be the end of the fifth best podcast. If that's
0: <laughs> right here. Well, the great news is we can only go up from here, so that's right. I like the to- but- bar
1: low. If you trip, you're over it. <laughs>
0: Awesome. All right. Name-a-rama. Name, age, F3 name. Uh, Barrett Plasman,
1: 48 Chips.
0: Chips. Mm-hmm. Now, Chips, how, how long have you been in F3 packs?
1: January 3rd of 2015. 2015.
0: Okay. Got you. Wow. So you're five years now. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you've had the time. So you're not a, not a Redwood. You're about
1: no, I was four not- or five months late. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, there's a story behind that. I I had the opportunity to be, to be a Redwood, but uh, the invitation came in right uh, about two weeks before I was having some knee surgery, so I had to um, I had to push it off. But I told them I'd definitely show once I was able to when I, once I got the, the the free and clear from the dock to go out. So uh, I I I always regret that a little bit. It would have been fun to be a Redwood.
0: I got gotcha. you. What, what could have been, right? That's right, yeah. <laughs> at the same time, too, yeah, taking care of yourself, making sure that you're, uh, your body's at full capacity. Um, yeah. God forbid if you had gone out there and, and pushed so hard that you, you tear <laughs> a hamstring like a, a certain uh, PAX from Burlington.
1: <laughs>
0: but um, no, that's cool. Okay, so, so you've been around now for five years. You've had an opportunity to be able to see F3 grow, not just within Greensboro, but then nationally as well.
1: Yep. Uh, it's been incredible.
0: Yeah. Now, when it comes to posting, kind of, are are you like a normal, like three days a week kind of guy? Um, Or even when you got out there too, you know, were you kind of like, oh, I want to go all in every day of the week or, you know, what's, what's kind of your schedule been where you're, I know you're a Dash guy, if I'm not mistaken, right?
1: Yeah, I am. I'm a Rainbow Dash guy. Um, I was one of the early guys that helped plant the flag there. It's uh, pretty close to the house here in the neighborhood. And so, That one's close to home, and I've been a site queue at the dash for quite some time. Uh, Nobody will take it, but I do think I've got somebody who's finally going to take the flag from me, and I'm sure it will be under much better management uh, at that handoff. Um, You know that over the last five and a half years has been weird. The last two years, I've had a um, kind of the injury bug has snuck up and got me in a number of different ways, and so my my posting has been super inconsistent for two years. Mm -hmm. When I was really the first three plus years. you know, obviously the dash, but then um, uh, Cornwall's Nightmare was a, a big part of it because uh, that's where it kind of all kicked off for me and obviously kicked off for Greensboro being the mothership here. And um, I did uh, I tried I was trying three, four days a week if I could um, for for, you know, four for sure was kind of the goal. So Latham Grinder was kind of a regular haunt on Mondays, local honey or Natty's Hump Wednesday. Um, and I'd kind of go back and forth between the fringe and the funk a bit um, on Fridays and uh but I also love just traveling around to the different I did, I haven't been to every single AO but I did try to get around and uh experience the different ones. So I you know, I tried to spread the love a little bit.
0: There you go. Now, since you brought them up and and we're currently in a battle, well, oh. I, I I can't say we. The it, Funk and the Fringe are currently in a battle for for avid listeners. So, let's let's hear it. Who who do you have in your in the competition?
1: It is it is so awesome to watch from the side. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> and in fact, it reminds me a little bit of the early days where the Dash was kind of an up and comer on Saturdays and got a little chippy with the big mothership and, um, nightmare. And so now to be able to sit on the sidelines and it is just, it is brilliance personified on Twitter and less than 140 ca- characters. It's awesome. Um, it's a tough one for me. I, I think it's a, I call it a draw on the Twitter, you know, uh, uh, mm. the, 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 fight that's going on mm. and my heart, my heart's on both sides. Cause I love both of them. So it's, a, mm. I call them a draw right now.
0: All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So that, so that tells us a little bit then of, of kind of your, your background, your tenure with an F3, um, and you're, your riding the fence of the, <laughs> of the fringe and funk, uh, controversy. <laughs> Let's talk now life before F3. All right, let's let's get right into it here. So, so we're talking about life before F3. Uh and we bring up that first F fitness. So if somebody were to ask you like, you know, hey, what what's your fitness like or or even bringing up that word fitness, what did that really mean for you kind of growing up and all all the way up through right before F3? I mean, it sounds like you'd had some you needed some knee surgery, so I I don't imagine there wasn't some athleticism or some fitness in there at some point.
1: Yeah. Um so growing up, I, I played uh, quite a few sports, but I gravitated uh, finally in the eighth grade to football, um, and played um, football for nine years um, through through college, and and so that was a, obviously a major part of my life. And then um, after after I graduated, um, had to slim down a lot, and you know, kind of stayed fairly fit for a number of years. But then I think as as I progressed into my later twenties, I we got married, started having kids. I would say sort of from your, from uh, from my late twenties into my late thirties, it was just, you know, it was kind of like the frog in the frying pan. I didn't know the heat was being turned up. In other words, I didn't know I was really taking that much time off. And and um, that probably decade was just a, a. a downslide into, I mean, you know, there was kids and it was career and there's all sorts of things. I think your typical sad clown story for the most part. And, and man, it just, I just got way out of shape. Um, if you had asked me, you know, at 38 and how's your fitness, I'd say, what's that? How do you, def- how do you, how do you sell it? Um, and I, I just got, I got so disgusted by it that, um, I went down the cliched route of my brother-in-law, um, He had, uh, he bought the P90X DVD program and was not Mm -hmm. using it anymore. And I'd seen Tony Horton on every late night paid TV commercial that you could finally, you possibly see between sports ESPN sports shows and stuff. And he said, do you want to try it? I'm not using it. And I said, yeah. And so I actually used P90X for several years, um, Mm. and really started to get, uh, back into quote unquote shape for me. Um, and so I I was I was definitely improving in, in many respects before F3 came around um, um, just just in a different way. But, yeah, that that 10 year period, man, that's I'd like to strike that one for the record, Your Honor. That was, that was an ugly time frame in my life. That was bad.
0: Yeah. OK, so, yeah, it sounds like you're kind of going through that that typical, you know, the the dad funk, right? Yeah. you get married and then you start having kids and then you know, as, you, as you pointed out it's like you, you kind of turn around and you're like well I guess I'm not too terribly off you start using the the relativism right like well I, you know I, I work out once a week or I, I do this to kind of uh, draw a comparison make it make it seem not so bad in your own eyes uh, exactly. but, but to your point right you're, you're going down this this slippery slope, but you, you've, as you pointed out, you found the P90X, so you're doing something, and your fitness is continuing to improve right, right before you meet up um, with F3. And then, obviously, having the football uh, in your background, you know, it, it sounds like, you know, it, 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 other than that 10-year gap, <laughs> as you were mentioning, it sounds like in general fitness wasn't too terribly far off, uh, and and especially being able to kind of pick it back up right before F3. You know, obviously there was some realization there of of where you needed it or where you at least try tried to want to go um, regarding your fitness,
1: yeah, absolutely no it was uh um you know act I was active uh I was kind of a bigger kid um but uh but yeah that it you know the realization that some something's got to be done and and you know just quite frankly I think you you know for some of us I guess I, I would imagine I'm not the only one you just get to a point where you're like, I'm just really kind of tired of myself um mm-hmm. and and Probably because I'm just tired all the time because I'm so dang out of shape. But uh, yeah, Um, so I finally started coming back
0: a little bit. Yeah. All right. All right. So that tells us about the fitness piece. Let's talk about the fellowship piece now. So did you have kind of a consistent set set of friends or relationships with, if somebody were to ask you like, hey, how's your, how's your fellowship? How's your friendship? Or, or if God forbid, you know, you break down in the car or you pop a tire or something and you you need to call somebody, you know, did you have anybody that you could call reliably or or friends to be able to rely on uh, during this time in your life?
1: Yeah. So I think um, not too long before, I don't remember the timing of it exactly, but um, not too long before F3 came along, we had, uh, my wife and I had been in a, uh, a small group or, you know, a, a community group through our church for about 10 years, we, after we moved to Greensboro, which was now 19 years ago, not, not too long after that, we went, we did kind of a small group for, um, just kind of a a program on, you know, raising kids and figuring out, you know, parents trying to help each other with small kids and that type of thing. And then that turned into this kind of life community group with some of those folks and some others. And, um, we, uh, we were in that for a long time and those guys uh, or those couples, I mean, you know, we got to know each other really well. We're pretty good friends. And so I definitely would, you know, if the, if the, if the tire blew out in the middle of the night or um, there's some really funny stories of one of the guys had, they found bats in their attic and, you know, five of us guys rolled in with, you know, all the sporting equipment we could grab out of our garage, you know, shield ourselves and act like we were going to be tough and conquer the bats. And, um, so I, I definitely had that. And then I had kind of the I had the fraternity brothers from college who were, you know, superficial, good buddies um, that we had relationships with and certainly some old teammates. Um, and so I, I would say that the, you know, the fellowship fellowship side was OK. Uh, and I don't mean to take anything away from those guys that were in that group. Um, you know, if they were sitting here in the room, I think we'd all kind of shake our heads and agree. I mean, we we're we were great on Sunday nights. Um, I, I would. I'd do anything for them if they called me, texted me, or asked for anything. Um, but we probably weren't the best of friends, say, just in terms of, you know, keeping in touch with each other, um, checking in. It was more maybe driven by the group or by our wives a little bit. Um, but there was strong faith aspect, and so there was that bond there. So, you know, I, I would call it okay.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so so it sounds like some circum. Uh maybe some sets of circumstantial friends, because kind of as you pointed out, you know, you're in a small group and there's this faith element that's sort of driving it. So you're not necessarily kind of coming together from necessarily, as you pointed out for a friendship aspect, but at the same time, recognizing that they they weren't, they weren't entirely weak relationships. It sounds like.
1: Right. Yeah. I think that's fair. And, you know, um, I keep in touch you know we all keep in touch for the most part. one of the guys is still a pretty darn you know really pretty close friend and um and uh but that that group kind of came to the the season on that because we were all getting into kind of different uh seasons of life that- that group probably ended I don't remember the timing exactly, but a few years before f three and so when that happened um you know family life uh work was kind of out of control and crazy had gone through some transitions and um and so you know kind of in the more immediate years leaving le- excuse me leading up to f3 you know i would say that fellowship was really i was on the kind of the the downslope of the ebb and flow of life um and so um yeah kind of more immediately speaking it was it was uh it wasn't super strong it, I didn't have many relationships um kind of on a on a periodic or regular basis that I was connecting with guys gotcha
0: okay no, that's. I'm sure many of us have gone through that. And I know that can that can naturally happen too whenever you're in a, any sort of, um, we'll say kind of a, a faith organization or religious organization where you kind of meet and you, you have a specific sort of goal or task to to meet for this specific thing. You know, in your case, you were talking about kind of the, the life group, uh, being able to raise kids kind of for this specific time period. And once that time period is starting to, to end, then naturally there's kind of this breaking apart doesn't mean that the relationships are not valuable but at the same time too you know as you pointed out it's it's kind of this ebb and flow right and you're kind of now on the downward side um, and starting to kind of head into that flux of like okay well you know now we're now we're the deep friendships yeah yeah exactly gotcha okay so we know you got the fitness in their background Um other than the 10-year gap <laughs> which will be yeah. stricken from the record yeah. uh, <laughs> other than the 10-year gap you know you got fitness in the background you've got remarkably still, you know, good relationships there. It's not like you're completely devoid of anything, but you're definitely started starting to head into this period where you're wondering, you know, where where where's the depth here? Where kind of what's what's next regarding um who I'm going to connect with. Now let's talk about the faith piece. So you'd previously mentioned before about, you know, kind of being involved in, you know, a church kind of Bible study or um a small group, kind of a small life community group. Um uh, entangled with that other than just other than just the religious aspect um, but please do feel free to speak to that as well um what what did faith really mean to you you know if somebody were to ask you like what is faith um or even if that word got brought up how would you have described that you know from kind of all the angles right whether that's uh, the religious the community service aspect the uh, something bigger than yourself um what did that what did that mean for you
1: yeah i think for me had you, you know, somebody asked me that question, it would have been on the, you know, quote unquote religious side. That's that's how I would have answered it. Um, mm-hmm. I, You know, when I was, um, for, for me, it's, I was 22 years old and kind of had come to the end of myself, made a lot of bad decisions, was sort of at the bottom, uh, rock bottom and had a few people in my life that meant a ton to me who kind of challenged me about my belief in God and what that, what that meant. And so, um, at the bottom, I, at 22, I um, dropped my knees and I gave my life to Christ and became what I call a Christ follower. Um, certainly I'm a Christian, but I know that that means different things maybe to different people good or bad. And so, uh, but ever since then, it's been a fight because, um, I'm full of, full of challenges and, um, and uh, I wasn't an overnight success story, and uh, as I as I continue to to say, and even in my prayer life, I don't know how deep the well is, but unfortunately, I'm afraid I'm testing you here, um, on the well of forgiveness. But you know, I think one of the things that's needed, and, and 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 so that's a huge part of my life, and um, but I think one of the things that has been neat about F three is the introduction of faith is just you know a little bit of just more you know, for some of us, it's, it's religion for me, it's Christ, it, but it's beyond just being beyond us. It's in our community. It's, um, you know, maybe that, that, that aspect of, you know, borrowing from kind of the Christian Christian tradition of, you know, faith, hope, and love. And so, you know, y- y- what can we do um, immediately to those that are around us? What can we do to immediately to our communities around us uh, to serve and and go beyond ourselves? And so I, I've really in- enjoyed, not only gaining a better perspective on that, uh, at least from an F3 standpoint, but also seeing it in action as well and participating in it, hopefully a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, but, uh, but yeah, faith for me is, is that Christian faith or faith or, or, or working to be a follower of Christ. Gotcha.
0: Okay. And, and, and definitely, I I think, you know, you're, with With what you brought up, kind of not not necessarily coming at it from an early age, I know a number of a number of guys, myself included you know we were introduced to faith at a very young age and kind of always had it in the background, whether good or bad um, yeah. and It sounds like you know you, you didn 't have that, and so you had to have kind of this pivotal moment when you were a little bit older and so because of that you know meaning something more to you right and then being able to see that as you pointed out kind of lived out within within F3 being able to be a part of it being able to understand how it how it kind of exists you know, it, it as something, something more. And that's not necessarily to say that the, the religious side is bad. I I, I, w- I would <laughs> make the case that it's not. Right. I, I think at the same time, too, recognizing that it definitely offers kind of a unique aspect of the, the service aspect, the servant leadership um, that's obviously kind of inherent to the faith that you're talking about. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. All right, so that tells us everything about life for chips., well, not everything. Um, but everything for this podcast anyway. about yeah. life for chips before, before F3, right? So we know you've got the sports in the background, the football, um, and obviously that kind of bleeds into some uh, some relationships as well. You're improving on the fitness side while simultaneously, as you mentioned, kind of coming down on the, um, on the fellowship side, kind of coming out of this, this life group that you were involved in. And then the the faith piece always kind of the, the consistent background, kind from the younger age. Uh, obviously not, you know, too young, but having that that experience as a as a Christ follower, as you po- pointed out, um, at 22, and then now seeing that lived out kind of through F3, but at the same time, even before F3, having that as a solid background. So that so that tells us the life before F3. So would you would you say that you have kind of a story that would help to sort of summarize um all of those elements together um in kind of one one coherent fashion
1: you know i've racked my brains on this one and it doesn't take long because there's not a lot of gray matter up there but i you know not not one single story comes to mind um you know i, I think kind of the pre f3 um and it, it, it hasn't poof gone away and we'll get to that. But, you know, I, I think one of the things that, um, certainly as I'd sort of mentioned, you know, at 22 and, and, and bad decisions and kind of being at the end of myself, um, but over, over uh, my entire life, for whatever reason, I, I don't know where, what they were born of, but I've struggled a ton with insecurity, um, whether it comes to who I am and my place in this life or who I am in relationship to others who I compare myself to, what, what I look, feel like, look like physically. Um, it just, it just kind of permeated kind of my being. And, um, and so I think I would just say that maybe I, I have no idea what, what people think or, or look of me at me when they, when they get to know chips. Um, but, but I'm. I was a kid. I was a teenager. I was a young adult, uh, and I've been a, an adult um, that has had to fight insecurity my entire life, um, and and so I think when you know the pre F three kind of sad clown guy, you know he he started to fight back a little bit after that uh, that dark period that we can't discuss anymore because it's been removed from the record. Um, he started to realize that you know, you can stay in the fight and, and you're not always going to win, but, but if you scratch and you claw, um, and you, you get up every day, uh, and as one of the guys I listen to and and love so much, just because he, he challenges everybody to move forward. Jocko will link, you know, just get after it. And, Mm -hmm. um, and so, I, I, unfortunately there's not a single story that comes to mind, but I think it, you know, uh, that's just kind of who, who I am still a little bit and fighting today, but that definitely before F3 was the was the guy that had come into this world and, and, um, at different, every stage of life kind of faced it.
0: Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And and thank you very much for sharing that. I, um, I would agree. You know, I, I don't think that's necessarily one story, but I think at the same time too, that, that shares a huge amount, um, not only kind of from hearing about what you went through, but then the recognition that, you know, even as you pointed out, and, and I loved your quote from earlier where, you know, it's like, you're, you're not an overnight Christian success, right. <laughs> and at the same time too, coming at, coming at F3 or kind of coming at life with this, this sense of insecurity, you know, about who you are. And then through F3, recognizing still like yeah some of that's still there and, and you still have to fight against it that's that's highly impactful even though it's not one specific story, I think it's huge um, because you know for for all of us as men, you know F3 is not a light switch you know it's I think for many of us it, it helps to sort of bring a lot of things to light very quickly. Sure, um, but yeah. I think at the same time too, it's not a light switch where we immediately go from, you know, hey, I, I completely sucked before, and now I'm one hundred percent good, right? A lot of us yeah. still, you know, we carry a lot of that baggage. Um, even even if you are in the the Christian walk, uh, as many of us are, myself included, you know, it's not an instant overnight thing. You still walk with that, but having you know being able to kind of identify that and recognize it um, for what it is um, is huge. And so, definitely, thank you very much for sharing that.
1: Yeah, my pleasure, man.
0: All right. right, So let's talk now first contact. So we've heard about the fitness aspect, the the fellowship aspect from where your relationships were, and then finally the faith piece and and sort of the the things that you struggled with as a result, Um, or not really as a result, but struggled with kind of up up until or really through your life. Mm -hmm. So now we're talking about first contact. So who's the culprit? Who who EH'd you? Who told you about F3? J-Love. So you said you got the J-Love. Okay. Yep. There you go. And um, so was he the one that sent the email?
1: So, yeah, he actually, he sent me a separate email. Uh, J Love and I have known each other for, uh, we knew each other for a few years prior. Um, and it, the interesting thing was, so what we started in October. And so I think that email, you know, he sent me just a, he didn't send me the form or the template boilerplate email. He just shot me a quick note and said, Hey, this thing's going on. think you might like it, you know, give it a shot. And, um, I was literally two weeks away from getting my knee cleaned out and, and I just, my knee wasn't in a, in a place where I could even, even try it. And, uh, but, but as soon as I read his email, it jogged my memory. And I, I couldn't for the life of you tell you how I found this, maybe something random. I, you know, I, we have a sh- office in Charlotte, so I don't know if for some reason I was looking at Charlotte news or something, but I had seen F3, I don't. I don't know if it was in a Charlotte website because I, I wasn't on the F three website for sure. But I had remember seeing something about it and thought, man, I wish that was in Greensboro. So it was probably within the first, you know, maybe six to twelve months before it launched here. And I just remember seeing it. And you know, of course, I wasn't smart enough to say, hey, I wonder if I could help get that here. I just was like, mm, well, wish it was here. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, and so then when I got his, when I got uh, Jay Love's email, I immediately. Well, I shouldn't say immediately, but when I read it, I was like, wait a minute. And so I recognized what it was and I was, I was absolutely pumped that it was coming to Greensboro.
0: Mm. Gotcha. Okay. So he, he kind of helped, it sounds like, yeah, maybe he kind of helped put the taste in your mouth a little bit. It sounds like you'd already kind of had some, some kind of experience with it, um, at least knowing about it in some capacity.
1: Yeah. Just kind of, you know, kind of at a cursory level, just kind of learning what it was. And I was like, man, that sounds pretty cool. So.
0: Yeah. I got you. Okay. All right. So, so then he sends the email. So you get that, you go to the first workout, um, once your knees recovered. So this is January timeframe. So it's cold outside. Yeah. You you take, you take the plunge, Mm -hmm. you you get out there and you do the first workout. So who, who cued that first workout,
1: man, I, I was trying to think back to that. It, um, it may have been, um, Oh shoot. I just absolutely drew a blank on his name. Um, it'll, it'll come to me in a minute. I can see him right now. Um, Oh, I hate that. I haven't seen him in forever. He, um, beard anyway, but yeah, yeah, he was, he was one of those guys that was, uh, you know, absolute stickler for form and format. And, um, uh, he ran a tight ship, so it was good. Uh, kilowatt. There we go.
0: Ah, okay. <laughs> And surprisingly, he's one of the guys who I kept hearing about while I was in Greensboro, but actually never met.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've thought about him a number of times and, um, I should reach out to him because I, I'm not even, I don't even, like I said, obviously for the last couple of years, because of my injury bug and that kind of thing, I've been limited and haven't been out as much. So when I sit, when I see guys, sometimes I'll say, man, I haven't seen you forever. And I, then I laugh and I'm like, well, there's a reason for that because I haven't, been forever. But, um, but uh, yeah, I I don't know what his story is, and I kind of forget to ask folks because I I literally have not seen Kilowatt in forever. But uh, he was he he seemed like a good dude. Gotcha.
0: Okay. So Kilowatt Kilowatt's queuing. What do you remember? Obviously, it's you know you you had the the football background, and you were doing some P90X. So it's not like you were completely um, ignorant of like the HIT style workout. Yeah. Um, but what 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 kind of came to your mind? What really stuck with you?
1: Yeah. I mean, it was interesting because leading up to it, but um, after Jay loves invite and I said, look, I, you know, put me on the calendar. I'll, I'll do it right after the first of the year, that first Saturday. So it was that January 3rd, but I, since then, kind of over the holidays, I had some friends of mine. Um, uh, Bird's nest was one and a couple of other guys that we were kind of all gathered together and three or four of them had posted within a few weeks for their first time in the fall in that fall or kind of early winter of 14. And they were like, man, you got to do it when your knees gets better. You're you'll love it. You'll enjoy it. It, you're going to be so sore. It's going to be, it's just awful. It's the worst thing ever, but it's so great. And I, and I, and I was, I was kind of laughing. And so, um, so sure enough, you know, I, I posted in, and, and thankfully, I mean, literally, I mean, cause I, I feel for some of these guys that are coming out total sad clown, you know, in the deep, in the depths, cause I'm, I'm, I've never, I was never so happy for Tony Horton in my life, but, um, <laughs> I did, I did okay. But, but like you said, I mean, it, it is the high intensity, you know, interval training type workout and you can't, well, I mean, you can kind of train for it, but when you're working out, even with P90X, you're not doing that kind of stuff where you're from one station to another and, and, and jogging between them. And, and so, I mean, I was, I was totally gassed. I mean, I did okay. I think I, I kind of semi held my own. I wasn't at the, I wasn't the sixth, at least maybe not the whole time. Um, but, uh, but it was, I just remember, I remember being just, just wiped. I mean, I was like, man, that was good. And, you know, it was a Saturday too. So it was a basically an hour workout instead of your typical kind of weekday. So it was, um, uh, it was, it was a pretty good gasser.
0: There you go. Okay. Well, awesome. And and now I have to ask two questions. One, did you splash any Merlot?
1: I did not splash Merlot, thankfully. Um, I'm sure. I, I'm sure. I got a little lightheaded at uh, from time to time, but I. I, I also. I think. Um, you know. I, one of the things I do remember about it, it immediately. Um, I. You know, I probably couldn't even tell you about the workout that much, but I think because what rang to me. Obviously, we've talked a, a little bit. I mentioned football. I mean, from jump, I, I just remember the camaraderie. Um, I remember. Um, guys who had been working out with each other. It, it seemed to me like some of these guys had known each other for you know decades and maybe some of them did, but, um, but just the, the mumble chatter and, 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 and just kind of that old something I didn't even know that I missed, but it was being in a locker room or being in a fraternity and I'm not, you know, necessarily advocating, but you know, it's that, it's that fun and, in, in good natured ribbing that you get with one another, but you're still a part of something, you know, you're still, you know, I guess football is probably the best, best example because you're, you're literally on a team together. You're literally fighting in the trenches and bleeding together. Um, and yet you're, you're ribbing each other good and giving each, each other a, you know, a hard time. And and I just, I just remember in the middle of the workout thinking, yep, I found it. I'm good. This is, this is where I need to be.
0: There you go. Awesome. And now how did you get chips? How did that name come about And and who proposed it?
1: Um, man, see, yeah. I, I don't remember who gave it to me. I, I do remember it was basically. I, I describe it as a very easy day on the nicknaming circuit because, um, you know, some of those early, you know, I, 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 so we started mid October, so they were less than three months in, and you'd have you'd have thought that I'd have gotten, you know, a good zinger, um, but uh, it must have just been an easy Saturday. Maybe they were all kind of. Uh, blown out from from months of working out and um i, I grew up in hickory north carolina um we moved that we moved to north carolina when i was a kid from uh from michigan but i so i grew up there and that you know they ask you a background so you start giving some information And guys were like hickory hmm they got some barbecue over in hickory uh you know like our hickory uh mesquite mesquite barbecue hickory uh barbecue barbecue chips chips and man <laughs> So I don't know who told me, I don't know if it was J Love or somebody else, but you know, they gave the old don't agree or disagree with your name. And when when they were like chips, I thought, if I stick with chips, man, I am so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> and uh so and so be it. Now, you know, everybody's thought it was you know p- people are, like, are, you, are you in the potato chip business or you I mean, a lot of guys have asked me you know if they're my age or, or around that they're like are, are you a police officer I'm like no I'm not Poncho John um, <laughs> so um but uh, yeah i I just call it an easy day in the Natville naming circuit
0: man yeah you, you definitely got off light there uh, I yeah. think just just I mean even even nationally right because yeah. some of these some of these guys are taking some some pretty harsh names so and some well, of them
1: off. some of them I just when i read them or or hear about them i mean they're just they're so great they make me laugh so hard. i i i have laughed out loud when i've read a back blast or something like that i mean they're just some of them were just awesome
0: yeah yeah uh, and, and it it's always nice when you can kind of hear a, a story about something that connects and it's like a couple layers deep yeah. um sounds like yours did get a couple layers deep just in a very odd direction but <laughs> like the your strange. point it was, it was like just just take it because you start fighting it it only gets worse right Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, cool. Well, thank you very much for sharing that with us and definitely T-Claps to to J-Love for, uh, for sending out that email as well. It sounds like one way or another, you would have potentially found out about F3 and and been involved anyway, but, uh, definitely it's, it's always great to be able to kind of get that from another guy who's encouraging you, right?
1: Yeah. J-Love's a good friend. And I certainly count that invitation as a a part of that good friendship. I, I I'm grateful for him for, for sending that email, in fact, I probably haven't even thanked him for that. So this was a reminder. Jay, love, thank you, brother.
0: <laughs> awesome. All right. So now, kind of move into the the, the easier portion, if you will. And yeah. Talk life since F three, right? So we know about your background. We know about that that first workout, how you got your name, and, and what you remember from that. It sounds like you know you're kind of got that instant hook. Uh, that just the, the sense of camaraderie, the mumble chatter, the physical aspect to all of it. So let's talk about the fitness piece. So, how has your you mentioned a little bit about kind of dealing with some injuries here and there? And so, for the past couple of years, there's been you know some ups and downs with that. But yeah. I think holistically looking at, at fitness from an entire level, you know, how how have you seen that change as a result of F three? What's been different there?
1: Yeah, no, it's been great. I, I um, yeah, you know, I mean, definitely the the last two years notwithstanding, that has nothing to do with F three. But I think it it um, it gave me um, it, it gave me some goals to shoot for. I mean, I, I still was doing a little bit here and there kind of, you know, with, uh, P90X or or whatnot, but it, it's a, it was such a wonderful outlet to, to not work out to a DVD by myself at, you know, five or 30 in the six o'clock in the morning in my garage. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and it gave me some goals and, and, and meaning that just kind of daily, you know, you show up and some of us are certainly more competitive than others. And, but when you're kind of in okay shape, I guess, and, but you're out there working with guys and you're maybe at the back of the pack and maybe the six, you know, from time to time, um, you start realizing, man, I, I, I gotta, I gotta pick this up. and And it's not, it's not a competition, right. But, but internally, there's a little bit of a a, a note going on. And, and so what was fun was this the sense of accomplishment that was built up over the months and even the years where, trust me, nobody is ever going to accuse me of, of being, you know, the the, the, the greatest in shape. Uh, I am uh, not, not like it, many of the guys in, in the packs, but you know, when you're in that kind of top 10 or 20% from time to time on a good day, um, you know, you're kind of like, Wow. I've changed. Um, I'm, I'm in a lot better shape than I have been, you know, in years, decades, may, maybe even ever. I mean, if you just kind of change the definition of what that, what that looks like, cause I, I felt better, I've clothes fit better. I'm, you know, I had a spring in my step. And so, um, I mean, F3 was just with, was huge for that um and again it's not about competition but you know when you go out there and say you know there's a guy you know I see that guy he's he's almost always ahead of me i'm just going to try to keep up with him for a little while you know let me let me just see if i can i may not go you know toe to toe with him but um and and that's because even in F3 i mean it's like anything it's like anything else in life you can still glide right i mean you can you know especially if if it's a bigger AO you can you can kind of quote unquote if we talk about you can hide um and and i'm sure there are plenty of days i did but but sometimes those competitive juices, I think, uh, won out more more often than not. And and it just, it feels good to get in better shape. So it was, um, I, m- I made, you know, great strides.
0: Yeah. No, I think your point is, is spot on. And that is, you know, it's not, it's not a competition, right? You are out there absolutely for yourself with the additional realization that, There is something kind of just in a competitive nature for a man, right? When he, when he sees a guy running just a little bit faster than him and, and he gets that idea like, let me just see if I can keep up with him for a little while. So it's those types of little things like that done consistently over time that ultimately end up building out your fitness. Um, Because I think absolutely, you know, yeah, maybe you could probably get 10 times more fit by yourself at the gym. But at the same time, as we've talked about, you know, and and we make a big deal about an F three, it's it's more than a workout, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So, okay, fantastic. Well, you know, definitely. So you, your fitness is increasing. Yeah. You you you're seeing the tangible results, you know, from this without kind of the the ego that could be associated with with going to the gym. Let's talk about the fellowship piece now. So previously, you were talking about how you're you. Right before you came into F three, you were coming out of this small group that you were a part of. You're starting to look again for you know kind of what's 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 next regarding the the depth of relationships. It's not like you're completely absent of them. You'd, you'd even mentioned before that you had known J love for a number of years uh, even before F three. So, but at the same time, how has fellowship changed? You know, what what's been kind of the big differentiator for you uh, when you look at kind of how you're how you relate to men? Um, as a result of f three,
1: yeah, and it's funny something that comes to mind I hadn't even really thought about beforehand, but uh, you know we've we've lived in Greensboro now for nineteen years, so we were in Greensboro for fourteen years before f three and a great portion of that uh my job uh was outside of Greensboro, either traveling uh, a fair amount or i i, I worked down uh, with a company down in high Point so thirty miles away, and so Amidst that uh, travel schedules and then having little kids I loved Greensboro, but just never was super connected into a, a larger community. We went to church, we had people through church. And as I mentioned, our small group and that kind of thing, but it was a, it was a smaller group. And I, I'll tell you, I think one of the great things I just never even thought about until we we're talking until you were asking me the question was just the fact that in my own hometown now, um, I see guys so regularly who now I may not remember your real hospital name, but I, I do I darn well, I'm going to remember your F3 name and we'll have that awkward moment of, you know, trying to remember, is that really you? Cause it's the light of day versus the dark of the gloom and, 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 and that kind of thing. But it's really a lot of fun to just see guys around and, and say, hi, even guys that you don't even really know that much. You may be, you, you may post from time to time and see him occasionally, Um, but I, I, that's really superficial, I know, but there's a, there's kind of a a warmth to it, kind of a hometown warmth that, that I appreciate. And then, you know, I think after that is, is there are guys, um, that have, you know, I've, I've definitely formed friendships with, um, both in the, in the first F and, you know, we'll talk about third F too, but, you know, guys that have become, you know, good brothers in the gloom and good brothers beyond that, who, um, you know, I, I I count as friends and um I'm not always the best friend keeping in touch because life is busy and uh but I, I'll tell you there's I'd do it for any F three guy. I'd I'd answer the call and um uh, but there's guys in town that you know you you talked about the blown tire in the middle of the night. Man, I I, I hope they would consider counting me as one of those guys because there's there's just so many solid mm-hmm. men that you you know, the packs that you get to know uh as you as you as you post and it, it's fun because that that whole football type of team thing that rings with me kind of, kind of comes back into your life. And that's, that's pretty special.
0: That's awesome. And, and definitely too, I, I loved your, your statement there about, I hope I can be counted as one of those guys that they would call. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's an incredibly awesome statement and I, I'm probably going to steal that. <laughs> really? uh, just, just, I mean it just you know it speaks to so many levels about kind of what we aspire to regarding the the fellowship piece of f three right like we we long to form these these deep meaningful connections and that's that's Part of one of the reasons why F three works so well, and, and to hear that not only have you found it, but then also you're kind of f- turning it on its head in many respects and saying, "Man, I hope I can be counted um, to be a good enough friend that that they would call me, that that I could be called upon, that I could be trusted um, to do that." I, I think is absolutely just just breathtaking. So th- thank you very much for sharing that.
1: Yeah, man, absolutely.
0: All right. And so now let's round it out with the the faith aspect. And it's, you pointed this out a little bit earlier when we were talking about it, <clears throat> excuse me. And that is, you know, you definitely being able to see kind of the, the community service aspect or really the service aspect lived out through F3. So you've got this strong faith background um, and, and kind of coming at it as a, as a Christ follower and then seeing how F3 sort of adds this, not necessarily a better dimension, just a different dimension to the service aspect, and and likewise too, being able to to couple that in with the fellowship piece. And I know Greensboro's, you know, our, our packs are well, I didn't say our packs. Greensboro packs are known uh, very well for doing a number of different Bible studies and things like that. But yeah. apart from apart from those things, and your experience, how has your faith been impacted as a result of F three?
1: Yeah, and by the way, you can still say our packs. It's okay. We 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 we, we, we love you here, baby. Don't 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 give up. Don't give it up. Um, So, hmm. Yeah, you know, I think that. um, Well, it's kind of it's borrowed from the first two a little bit, but uh, I'll start with before maybe the you know the 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 faith aspect of it. I mean, well, excuse me. Before kind of the religious kind of side of it is. You know, I had no idea the impact that queuing would have on me. Um, I posted for months, and you know, guys, I you know, I'd hear guys say, "If if you can't do it, don't queue it," and um, and so I, I was like, "Man, I'm <laughs> I'm not. There's no way I'm queuing." Um, and then I had a few guys say, "Hey, you've been you've been posting a lot. You need to queue and." so when i finally did it uh it was it was like a rush um f- for those that know me they they're not surprised by the fact that you know i got they know i got a big mouth um i'm i got a little ham in me uh i'm not a i'm not afraid to um uh fill my lungs with air and 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 bark uh and and, and bark directions and i kind of knew that about myself but not totally but i think that w- from a from a beyond yourself and from a serving, I never thought that queuing would be that, but as much as it it did for me, just leading men and and getting positive feedback from men who who genuinely come up and go man you 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 whip my tail today or great job, great leadership or when you're in the lead and you see guys that need help and you give them the encouragement, and you, you, you you push them on or you, you you delegate and call a guy and say, hey, I need you to sweep the six. I need you to make sure that they're there. It gave me a confidence um, and an excitement to go tackle the rest of the day. And that's some of that selfish. And so but but what I saw was whatever I had that day, good, bad or indifferent, man, I I, I gave it everything I got and it seemed to have an impact on others. And I just, I didn't think that that would impact me the way it did. And so I eventually stepped into, um, actually Jay love and I were talking about third F's and, um, he, he had an idea, he couldn't really execute it, but he, he reached out to me and said, I want to talk to you about something. And so we chatted. And so we started a Monday morning prayer group, uh, six after the workouts, Guys could show up at Panera, and um, we would we would lift the packs up if there were requests or concerns, things going on, um, and if there was time, we'd do a little brief devotional. And I had that I kind of led that rotationally with some guys for a couple of years, and Spackler's running it now, um, and it and it branched off. Um, Bulldog took it and went to another Panera, and that was cool. So it was it was you know it was separating and growing. Um, I've been involved in the Friday um, bible study group that um, I, I basically just followed Jay love because he'd started that, and I guess that's really the story of my you know apparently my f three life now as I speak through this thanks jay love you know whatever's next bud, you know just you know count me in um, but uh, I've been helping um, on uh, one Friday a month uh, facilitate those discussions and i mean i, I it's it it's i don't, I don't know if I'm articulating it well, but the the opportunity to I guess it's lead, but facilitate at that level, whether it be certainly the first F, but that's trying to give to others. And, and, you know, as I've heard guys say, like Quicken and other guys say, hey, guys are waking up at before 5 a.m. or at 5 a.m. and they're showing up. And if you're queuing, you better you better bring it because none of us wants to wake up that early in the morning and get let down, right? And so- that event that then led into the, on the, on the third F side of, you know, really for me just praying and say, Lord, I, I don't ever want to show up and say, well, I don't want to I don't want one iota to cross my tongue that is not in leadership or, or glorifying or honoring to you. And, um, despite my malaise and, and stupid stupidity, he's, he's honored that. And, um, and so I've, I've really been able to, I've grown certainly from a faith standpoint and, in, in uh, my, in my relationship with Christ through this process. And, and I've been able to kind of run shoulder to shoulder with guys and, and see how it's impacted all of us. So it's been, it's been pretty, it's been deep and impactful.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And definitely, I, I think you bring up a, a really, really interesting point and it's something that, you know, I'll, I'll admit we, we don't talk too much about probably on this podcast. And that is, You know, the leadership aspect that's sort of inherent in all of this and how even something as simple as that, like learning to cue and learning what it takes to lead men, um, you know, what that ultimately translates to um, from a manner of faith. Right. Being able to have just a, a basic conversation with a guy about his faith or being able to, you know, understand where a guy's coming from, um, all of these things that are kind of inherent in the leadership aspect that ultimately play right in, like you were talking about, to being able to understand or have more opportunity, really, you know, at the end of the day, have more opportunity to be able to kind of exercise um, that that faith muscle. Right.
1: Yep. Absolutely.
0: All right. So, so Chips, again, thank you very much for, for sharing your, um, your story with us, you know, and, and kind of where you were before and, and where you are now and, and how F3 has impacted you. Do you have another, <laughs> either one story or uh, <laughs> just some, some, some general um, thoughts uh, that kind of summarize your, your life since F3? Yeah, I, I,
1: you know, I think that um, obviously, in our brotherhood and those that um, are much smarter than me, that kind of started this whole crazy journey um, years ago down at in Charlotte. You know, they they talk about that sad clown, and I think that as I think, you know, at the timing of this recording, we're in the midst of a COVID nineteen pandemic. Um, fortunately, as you know, we're, we're starting to see AOs open in, in certain locations uh, as, as the law and the orders allow. Um, but, you know, there's 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 big time struggles. Um, and over the last several years, you know, a lot of the guys have, have, have highlighted on Twitter or sent out articles or um, I've seen guys, you know, you know, reaching out to other PACS members, you know, from different regions, different, you know, all around the country. And um, we we as humans, we struggle. Um, but you know, obviously this is about men and, 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 F3 has been phenomenal for me. Um, you know, oftentimes too often, I I think my, my life can be more of a cautionary tale than one, an example for achievement and greatness. Um, just because of those, as I mentioned earlier, the insecurities and things, And, and I can get down a rabbit hole real quick, um, with negative thoughts in my head or, uh, addictions or negativity or, or whatever the case may be. But F3 so often, um, the men that are involved in it, the the friends and that fellowship and in that faith aspect, um, I've I've received texts, I've received phone calls, um, I've seen guys, and it, and they came in at the right time. Just to we didn't maybe get deep, but they've just said, "Hey, haven't seen you in a while how you doing?" And and I'll say, "Yeah, I'm I'm okay, but not great." And this and and they'll 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 lift me up, uh, both uh, you know face to face. They'll they'll offer to to pray or to to post with me. Um, to encourage me. And, and so it's amazing how that, what that brotherhood is like um, and how oftentimes that they, for me, it's not coincidence, but they're, they're placed in at that time or they place that text at the right time, kind of by divine inspiration. And, you know, for me, as I'd mentioned, I'm um, well, anybody in Greenville, excuse me, Greenville, where'd that come from? Uh, It's a combination of Greensboro and Natville. It's Greenville, it's East of Raleigh. No, just kidding. Um, So, uh, in Natville slash Greensboro, um, you know, uh, if anybody that knows me, you, you know, I'm not an overnight success. And, um, and I, I say that saying that, you know, I, I am a man that I'm a Christian, I'm a follower of Christ, but you know, you, you know, I'm a disaster every day. Um, but I'm fighting and, and I will continue to fight. And a lot of that fight that I have now is because I've, I've got brothers in the bond here and, and, and this great uh, part of the world who stand by me, who lead me, who encourage me, who allow me to, to lead. And um, I think that, you know, my statement is that if, if, if my life of a, of a cautionary tale and I'm happy to bring you through the the dark webs of it so that you can know. Uh, but if there's just one guy out there that ever hears this or sees me um, and needs uh, another brother, whether they know him well or not, to uh, talk to, to have coffee with, to break bread with, to post with. Um, if that's what you need, um, you reach out. I, I, I don't. I don't care how much we do or do not want know one another, um, because there's darkness in this world, and some of it's COVID nineteen, some of it's career, some of it's the pressures that we men and husbands and brothers and sons and friends put on each other. Um, and I'm a guy that's been racked with insecurity, so I know how sometimes they can uh, they can bleed in, and and so I, I would say that um, F3 has been amazing and coming in at the right time for me often, uh, and over and over, and so as a result, I'm one that's willing to stand in the gap for anybody in F3 Nation.
0: That's beautiful. Well, Chips, thank you very much, man. Uh, definitely moving words. No, nothing else for me to put on top of that. That was that was absolutely fantastic.
1: Well, thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks for the uh, the opportunity.
0: Absolutely. Well, if guys want to get in touch with you, what's the best method for them to do that?
1: Oh yeah. Sorry. I'm not giving my information out after that. Sorry. Not just <laughs> um, yeah. um, so Twitter handle at Barrett three zero one six and Barrett is B-A-R-R-E-T-T, um, cell phone three, three, six, two, five, three, one, zero, a niner niner. Those are, uh, those are two ways. Actually, I would say, uh, guys, if you're reaching out to me, uh, text me or call me on my cell phone. Um, I'm on Twitter fairly regularly, but I'm usually I'm not always great at checking the notifications. So if you really want to hit me up, hit me up on the text first.
0: There you go. All right. Well, Chips, thank you very much again, man. It's been it's been a blast hearing your story, and and thank you very much for your, your inspirational words there at the end. And definitely moving, and I uh, really appreciate your time tonight.
1: Hey, man, this is uh, this is awesome, and thank you for doing it. You've been um, You've been an inspiration to a lot of guys and you've allowed a, a lot of stories to be uh, told and shared. And I love the fact that it's uh, beyond, uh, what what did I call it? Greenville? No, Natville and Greensboro, um, that it's way beyond our borders. Um and I love the fact that you're still helping us out before the transition out there in Fort Collins, beautiful state, by the way. Um And so uh, I, it's a, it's a pleasure and an honor. Like I said, this may be the last one for you. I mean, you know, usually when I show up, it's, it's, I kind of shut the thing down, not intentionally, but uh, <laughs> hopefully it carries on. You know, you can, you can, like you said, low bar, low bar.
0: There you go. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks very much again, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Stay sharp and we will see you in the gloom. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of American Yammer. If you're interested in sharing your F3 story, reach out to us at F3AmericanYammer at gmail.com. Again, that's F3AmericanYammer at gmail.com or on Twitter at F3AmericanYammer. Until next time, stay sharp and we'll see you in the glow.